Yo, 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 yo. What up, everybody? This is Edwin at Nonsensical Knowledge. What's good, Ray? What's good, man? What's good with you? Uh, I'm, uh, you know, staying shacked up in my house. Still? You know? Yeah, bro. You gotta, you gotta take precautions. Now they're opening everything back up, so now I'm super scared. Well, luckily, dude, we've had a lot of time to sit down and research a bunch of things. You know what I mean? Well, um, actually, about all the research, um, Facebook told me it was all a lie. So, well, I, well stop getting fucking flagged for <laughs> all this crazy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> not in any event. What's well, everybody listening out there? Um, recently, like, well, it's not really recently, but we've uh, always been super interested in like inner Earth civilizations and um, you know the theories surrounding them and all the history surrounding them. Especially the mole people in The Incredibles. That was exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know what's funny is I've never even seen that. What? Never seen The Incredibles. Dude, you're a failure. <laughs> At life. Out of many things, that is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> just because you haven't watched that I movie. have done that quite a few times. <laughs> no, nope, you know? just because of that movie. Okay. Right. So, But anyways, on the topic, bro, of inner earth civilizations, dog. What's up? What do you think? Um. So. Well. Backstory, you know what I mean? I'll give you a little backstory for everybody out there listening. You know what I mean? If, if you haven't researched or heard of the hollow earth theory or the inner earth civilizations, <clears throat> essentially the theory goes is that there has been an ancient race of humanoid-like beings that have lived in the center of our earth or in through ca- cavern systems. Well, just to clarify, that's one theory it's not i mean there's many theories of what's well, the, going yeah. on underneath well yeah 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 for sure that's well that's i i you know i'm pretty clear that it's you know what i mean just one of the theories that is the inner uh, earth i misheard you that i thought yeah no no just just that it's the inner earth you know what i mean inner earth civilizations i'm sure there could be different ones there could be none at all you know what i mean or there could be a bunch of ancient race fucking humanoid like beings living on i just have a feeling that all the all the things that kept getting seen or allegedly seen dude there's just there's too much activity for there not to be anything going on underneath there well here's the thing man is is uh you know uh when we decided to do this topic man i fucking jumped right down the rabbit hole like head first you know what i mean and um tried to get back as far as i could at least in you know historical record for stories or you know, just, just accounts of, you know, inner earth beings or people that had experiences with things that had come out of the ground, per se. You know what I mean? Right. But in any event, you know, um, there's super notable parts to these stories, man. Like, uh, some of the, the people that have said these things, man, were super credible people. You know what I mean? With that being, like, uh, for, like, the most notable would probably be uh, Rear Admiral Richard Byrd. He, uh was a uh, obvious obviously a rear admiral in the US Navy but he served in World War 1, World War 2. He was a American naval officer and explorer. He was a recipient of the Medal of Honor, the highest honor of valor given by the United States and was also a pioneering aviator, uh, polar explorer and organizer of polar logistics. <clears throat> aircrafts uh, aircrafts in which he served as a navigator and expedition leader across the Atlantic Ocean a segment of the Arctic Ocean, and a segment of the Antarctic Plateau. Byrd claimed that his expeditions had been the first to reach both the North Pole and the South Pole by air, although the North Pole is disputed. Okay, so there is, like, a dispute over the North Pole. 
Um, as far as him being the first one. Oh. Because by air, you know what I mean? Like, there was land explorers. Like, right. it's funny, man, because I don't know if you've seen on the page a couple of weeks ago, I had posted a, uh, a I meme. I don't pay attention to that thing. Yeah. No. But, <laughs> but I posted that meme of somebody standing at the Geographic South Pole. And I believe what it said was, is, uh, there was somebody that said something against that too, wasn't there? In a, in a comment. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't say anything against it. Essentially, what it is is it says that this is where all the access points align on the Earth. So you're standing technically in the only place on Earth that is in every time zone. Right. You know what I mean. And his thing was is that well, why wouldn't it be the same with the North Pole? Oh, okay. I see. The problem with the North Pole is is that it's no land you're standing on. Well, it's it's constant moving sea ice. Right. So you're not like the geographic South. Or North Pole, excuse me, is uh right. There's no stationary no spot to stand on, so no, not safely. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. Like I'm sure you can traverse it, but at the same time, it gets pretty <laughs> Just pretty. Roll, roll your little iceberg around. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty cold up there. You know what I mean. But in any event, um, he is also known for discovering Mount Sibley, the largest dormant volcano in Antarctica, in 1934. I didn't even know there's a volcano up there. Bro, there. listen. So the I story. Mean, I've heard some shit about some shit. Bro, but when we'll I was get on, into that later. Right, so check this out. When I was on vacation, dude, I got a chance to read um, his book, Alone in Antarctica, uh, by Richard Bird and uh, Richard Evelyn Bird. Shit, I got my pen out. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. What do you need a pen for? Because I'm taking notes, bro. <laughs> Listen, I got all this shit written down for you, too. Oh, not written down. I typed it. So, it took me forever. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm dyslexic, so I write in my own language. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. So, but no, in any event, he served in the, um, you know, he served, he lived his, uh, you know, October 25th, 1988 to March 11th, 1957. And the only reason I give you guys those dates is because uh, it kind of plays into what he was saying later on in life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, deathbed kind of confession type shit. You know what I mean? Um, but in any event, he, uh, he, he was responsible for, you know, um, exploring Antarctica. And for anybody that knows, Antarctica is a desolate wasteland of ice and snow and sub-zero temperatures and all kinds of other shit. And uh, it's not exactly the best place to be. But his first expedition to Antarctica was in 1928 and 19, into 1930. You know what I mean? And uh, his first expedition to the Antarctic involving two ships and three airplanes. Bird's flagship, the city of New York, sealing, oh, all right, it was a Norwegian sealing ship, you know what I mean? And uh, eventually, he would go through quite a few different airplanes and quite a few different uh, ships, you know what I mean? But in any event, in, in, in the Antarctic, it's tough to get into the actual mainland Antarctic, like in the winter months, you know what I mean? Because the ice pack and shit. Right. But anyways, long story short, this dude... Goes to fucking Antarctica, right? The first expedition he goes, he sets up this base called Little America, right? And it's allegedly for meteorological events and all kinds of other scientific purposes. And uh, he basically sets the base up, gets a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? He gets the scientific shit, you know, comes back, right? Goes on the second expedition, right? Now, this time, they go deeper. You know what I mean? They go deeper, they essentially explore more shit, mountain ranges, all this other stuff. And he basically sets up this other this other base. And I know I'm kind of fucking dragging this out, but at the same time, he sets up this other base called Advanced Base, right? This dude spends six months alone by himself 
taking scientific notes and everything else that he's got to do, right? He almost dies, right? And then they save him, whatever, blah, 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 blah. He comes back to America. His next expedition was crazy because he ended up having something like he went back. So the first trip he had like it says his second expedition he uh, he was operating a meteor meteorological station. Right, exactly. Like he was taking all the scientific shit. Like they were trying to see like the polar winds and uh, aurora borealis, and you know what I mean. All of the scientific shit that they could, they could. You know what I mean. Right. And uh, so that was the second expedition. And uh, and it it's it states too that um he had almost died of a uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, from a leaky stove, dude. Yeah, poorly ventilated stove. All right, so check this out, right? So when they had to build these bases, bro, they had to build them like deep into the ice, like the snowpack. You know right. what I mean? Well, that that would explain <coughs> the poor ventilation. <laughs> well, right, they were essential igloos, bro. You know what right. I mean? Because it would be a, like a wooden structure. But at the same time, dude, it's frozen. Everything's fucking frozen. You right. know what I mean? He's basically building a shell. Yeah. Well, they left him there, bro. Like, it would, apparently. <laughs> I can go, bro. You're good. <laughs> oh, no, this dude. Hey, listen, this dude was badass, bro. Badass. Because he was like, all right, look, there's there's not enough, like, resources for for multiple people to stay there, right? So they built this place for one person to stay, right? So all these other dudes leave. Right, because he doesn't trust them to take accurate measurements. You know what I mean? Like he feels like the only way to get the job done is to do it himself. Almost right. fucking dies doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He comes back. Can't really argue for his uh, go get him attitude. <laughs> yeah, well, just for other clarifications too, man, because I kind of rambled on there a bit in the beginning. He, these expeditions were funded solely by himself. You know what I mean? Like he had to borrow money. You know what I mean? Like, he had to go and say, hey, look, you know what? I'll name this mountain range after you. You know what I mean? Or I'll, uh, when I discover this volcano, you know what I mean? I'm going to name this volcano after you. You know, he, like, solicited money from a lot of different people. Presidents, um, the Astor family, the Rockefeller family, a lot of different people. And, uh... Well, just a tidbit scene is what we're talking about, his second trip down there. So that happened around 1934. And then it states here that, uh, in late 38, uh, the, <laughs> the... The uh, Germans invited him to participate in an Antarctic expedition. Yeah, he declined. Yeah, he did. He declined. Uh, well, Hitler. Hitler invited him. Hitler, and, Hitler uh, invited him. No. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive it was Hitler. No. It, well, I mean, it doesn't It doesn't really it state Nazi who Germany. actually invited him. Yeah, yeah but it was... It was, it was uh, well, just Hitler was uh, serving as uh, the Fuhrer of the German Reich. Well, yeah, so he was on his way, but like but they, that was the same year he was the uh, the fucking time person of the year, bro. Yeah, and that because the next year they invaded Poland, and um, uh, what you may call it, uh, they they weren't at war with the U.S. at the time either. So exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't step in until later, coincidentally. But in any event, um, just to fast forward, and the only reason I'm kind of beating down this Rear Admiral um, rear admiral Bird thing is because he is the most credible person that I could come up with. You know what I mean? That had these accounts of, of something along the lines of inner earth. So anyways, let's fast forward. Well, what, what do you got? Oh, well, that's... Uh... I, when when you brought him up, see, I didn't I didn't do this uh this background research with you, so that's I'm kind of catching myself up here, and that's and I 
I was almost positive this dude was part of a an operation that we had talked yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, so we're gonna. We're, yeah, we're, I know you're gonna get there. That's, that's right. why I was and, like, oh shit. And, yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> right. Sorry to anybody out there listening to me ramble on, dude. I'm just trying to formulate my thoughts. There's so much information when it comes to this, and I put a lot of time into the to the um, research. But in any event, you know what I mean. Let's fast forward, right? Let's fast forward to he goes back home. You know what I mean? This time, now he goes back, right? And now he's got government funding, right? So, okay, not a big deal. You know what I mean? It's still a geological, you know, a scientific operation, right? Operation High Jump, okay? What's crazy about it is his first trip to Antarctica, he brought 400 men. Right, a couple planes, fucking. He had a designated task force. It says here. Listen, when look for, look for, because you actually might have my page on it, dude. But he look for, um, his Operation High Jump. I'm in that right now. Okay, so how many fucking um soldiers did they have? Something like four thousand or five thousand. Uh, four thousand, over four thousand. Okay, read off, read off what else he had. Uh, well, so I'll just, I'll just start at this paragraph. Yeah, just paragraph. Uh, yeah, the, just paraphrase. The expedition was supported by a large naval force, designated Task Force sixty-eight, commanded by Rear Admiral Richard H. Cruzen. There were thirteen U.S. Navy support ships, besides the flagship USS Mount Olympus and the aircraft carrier USS Philippine Sea. Six helicopters, six flying boats, two seaplane tenders and 15 other aircraft. The total number of personnel involved was over 4,000. Over 4,000. For fucking science. Okay? An an aircraft carrier, bro, for science. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is... Okay. It kind of intrigues me, too, that it says 15 other aircraft. Well, it's right. not specified. Well, be well because <laughs> some that? of them. Well, uh, that, that just it's just I bringing can, me back to the early uh, Antarctic thing that I mentioned before. Well, but. that's what I mean though. Is some <laughs> of them, they had like, um, what the fuck are they? The, the, the they had like military aircraft. You know what no, I mean? Right, but right. at the same time, they had fighter jets. But at the same time, they had like the ones that were built for the actual landing on the snow and right, fucking right. surveying and shit because a fighter jet ain't surveying shit you well know this, I, mean? I mean just imagine dude 1946 and they're sitting here sending all of this shit down there well right in 46. okay right in 46 a lot of people so, are like oh that's that's far-fetched to have this out there in the world like <laughs> this is 1946 and right and and, and check this out so it gets even better right <laughs> so now they're there right in chile down in south america Right there's a news report that comes out that the U.S. military had a aerial engagement with flying saucers. Well, yeah. So uh, just a just a side note, real quick, for anybody that doesn't know, um, there's been numerous things about there being underground civilization underneath Antarctica, and that you know, you know, some of the theories are that it's you know aliens, you know, or that there are bases that you know certain nations had well, there's, set up down well, there's there. A th- right, and there's a theory that the um, the Nazis had established a base in right. America. Right, so that's so, <sighs> you know, for them to engage in, with anything down there isn't necessarily far-fetched. Well, right, but now let's step back a second here. We're, we'll, we'll, what year did we say that was? That's in 46. Okay, so 46, right? So now, let's, this is the end of the war, right? When did World War Two end? Um, you might have to Google it, because I don't know. But in any event, so the idea was, and there was a theory, that the Nazis had escaped Germany. They had fled Germany when everything was coming down, 
they had gone to forty six or forty five it ended. I'm not I'm not sure. Right. Well, yeah. When you well, give it a Google, and because now I'm curious. But in any event, so like this, I I think it was towards the end of the war, right? And the idea was is that like when Bird went down there the third time, the second or third time, he had encountered something that he didn't know what the fuck it was. You know what I mean? And when he came back, he said that like his greatest fear or the U.S.'s greatest fear. May 45. Okay, so right after the war. Perfect. You know what I mean? So we have all of this crazy manpower going to Antarctica right after the war. Right? Like, that's fucking clear. Yeah, that's a that's a huge uh, amount to ship in anywhere. <laughs> Let alone Antarctica. Oh, right. You know what I mean? It's a barren wasteland, allegedly. You know what I mean? So... But they, but they, they, they say okay. So allegedly, the Nazis escaped. They established a base in Antarctica, somewhere under the ice, whatever, via tunnels. That's another <laughs> thing we'll get into later on. But at the same time, they bring this fleet of people down there. The Chilean press says, "Hey, yo, we just had this aerial engagement. You know what I mean? With extraterrestrials or UFOs. This is it. Could be googled. Anybody can find it on Google. Just Google the Chilean press statement about Antarctica." And, uh, so anyways, Rear Admiral Byrd's biggest concern when he came back from Antarctica was that the U.S. could be attacked from both poles. You know what I mean? Like, we sit in the middle of, like, dead smack in the middle of each pole. They send this fleet down there. We retreat, bro. We come back, and nothing is ever said of it again. Well, so, you know, speaking of that, so it was, um... He did an interview with uh, the Chilean newspaper yeah. on a ship, and they have a little paragraph here of an excerpt. Yeah, go for All it. Right. So it's uh, Admiral Richard E. Byrd warned today that the United States should adopt measures of protection against the possibility of an invasion of the country by hostile planes coming from the polar regions. At insane speeds, right? Or something um, like that? Well, it's, I haven't gotten to that part okay. yet. Uh, the Admiral explained that he is not trying to scare anyone, <clears throat> but the cruel reality is that in case of a new war, the United States could be attacked by planes flying over one or both poles. This statement was made as part of a recap some word of his own polar <laughs> experience. What was that? A recap of some word? Right, something. Um, okay. It was, it was a word. That I'm Google that later. With. Right. Um, I made it up. In an exclusive interview with International News Service, uh, talking about the recently completed expedition, Byrd said that the most important result of his observations and discoveries is the potential effect that they have in relation to the security that they have in relation to the security National of the United security. States. Uh, the fantastic speed with which the world is shrinking, recalled the admiral, is one of the most important lessons learned during this recent Antarctic exploration. I have to warn my compatriots that the time has ended when. We were able to take refuge in our isolation and rely on the certainty that the distances, the oceans, and the poles were a guarantee of safety. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Is is like so. Basically, he was saying was that we don't know what's there. You know what I mean? So, all right. So let's fast forward. We don't know what's underneath for sure. Exactly. I mean, if they're traveling, he's he's saying he's saying distance distance doesn't mean a thing now. If there's shit underneath there. And they can travel. No, he I said mean, distance isn't a thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like if you're so, underneath there, you can get somewhere in comparison to having to fly around a spherical Earth. Yeah. I just well, to emphasize on that. 
Right, exactly. And and not only that, but there's, you know what I mean, obviously the inner, the tunnel systems allegedly that uh, exist throughout our Earth. So, in any event, the only reason, like I said, I brought up Rear Admiral Byrd is because <clears throat> his insane level of credibility, right? Like, it's just, it's unquestioned. Even now, till this day, still untested, unquestioned Rear Admiral Byrd was a beast for the U.S. military. You know what I mean? Whatever. Let's fast forward to his diaries. Okay? So, his well, diaries... Just real quick before you get into that. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> sorry, there was, a, there was another operation. Um, that happened after that one had uh, concluded, which is called Operation Deep Freeze One. Yeah, where mm-hmm. they ended up um, establishing Antarctic base bases down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, that's when we set up uh, the like because we're not technically we're on the South Pole, but we're not on the geographic South Pole. Like, right. but they do still <clears throat> conduct a ton of um, ton of research. You know what I mean? And the military has a well, big presence there. Because, well, well, here's what's How funny. How much can you research if you're well, down no, there? Well, check this out, right? <laughs> so, like, when I was away, I had met uh, a guy that <clears throat> that had worked there, and he... In Antarctica. Well, he was in the military. Okay. Right? He was working at the job he was at now. You know what I mean? Retired. You oh, know what okay. I mean? But he was in Antarctica with the with the military. You know what I mean? And I said it to him. Dude, the first time I met him, I was like, I was like, dude, what's that stripe for? And he's like, oh, it's for Antarctica. And I was like, dude. What the fuck is going on down there? <laughs> and he's like, dude, it fucking sucks. And I was like, all right, so you just don't have the the, the level the of clearance. clearance. <laughs> You're just not that cool. You bro. don't have the clearance. <laughs> right. If that you could have just said that, dude, right. that's not. It's above my pay grade. You know what I mean? Like, guy, I, I don't know. They don't tell me these things. But he was there for you know, what I mean, whatever reason, you know. And uh, Cam's coach, dude, Cam's last basketball coach, working at Troy High, was there. It was down in Antarctica. It was in Antarctica. Yeah. I, I wonder if they like send some people down there and they're like, ah, just send them to this one spot to where you can see some fucking penguins and some wind blowing ice around and then fucking ship them back out. Just For sure. Like, oh, yeah. There ain't shit well, down if there's, there. Desolate. Nothing. It, yeah. Well, if there's any sort of clandestine operation behind it, dude, you're fucking goddamn right that they don't know about it. Let alone the military. Well, I mean, so, I mean, but also <clears throat> on that topic, I mean, you hear you hear stories of people. I mean, what uh, I can't remember the guy's name. There's a. Uh, there was a pilot who had to fly down there for something or come off of a, a carrier ship or whatever and fly over there and was talking about seeing UFOs flying around down there and seeing them coming in and out of the ice. Well, what's funny, dude, I is, can't remember the guy's name. Well, what's funny about it, dude, is, is that they, <clears throat> over Antarctica, you can't fly over it. Like, they, there's no, like, you can do tourist trips. Well, you can only go see well, he wasn't the coastline. This was uh, this was military. Yeah, well, this I is. Can't remember but this name. is what I mean, though. Is is like it was a big thing. But this is what I mean. Is that makes sense because they don't allow public flying over the poles. They say the whatever is right, going on down there. The weather, the fucking there. yeah, the ge the geomagnetics, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But in any event. That makes sense, you know that that he uh, a military personnel would say something like that. I think I do recall that story you're talking about right, because there was a team of them, it right? Was in, it was in that book, dude. That that uh, that one. By yeah, there Sala. was a team. There was a team of them. Doctor Sala. Yeah, there was a team of them, dude, and they'd come back and they were debriefed and all that shit, and they were like, "Oh, where the fuck were you guys?" You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, and that's just another account. You know what I mean? But so, anyways, we're gonna to to get into. Rear Admiral Richard Evelyn Byrd's diaries, they were published posthumously. 
I think that's how you say it, right? Posthumously. It's like after you after you passed away. Sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I always fuck words like that up, dude. But in any event, like so his son I'm not gonna judge you. His son po- like I said post like this fucking Facebook <laughs> fucking guy. This no. guy with his memes in forty six. Yeah, right. <laughs> Off the wall. Yeah, I'm not sure it, what he he died in uh oh, I'm just saying he was posted in forty six. Right. <laughs> yeah, he posted it up, dude, you know, on whatever social media platform. Yeah. So in any event, he puts his diaries out. Like and my thing about it is is that he I don't think his son would tarnish his legacy. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about this dude. Listen publicly to us, man. To us, it's huge. You may right now you're even more of a badass to me. You know what I mean? Because of the shit you're about to say. But like in the eyes of the military, in the eyes of the government, in the eyes of the public, he'd be tarnished. You know what I mean? Because now he's talking about extraterrestrials. You know what I mean? He's now he's so. Let me get into it. Well, right, right. But you were talking about his son doing it. I mean, yeah. Well, his son released the diaries. Oh. You know what I mean? And what I was saying was, is with his credibility, because I don't know, I, I don't think you read it yet, but at the same no, time, I'm going to get it. into it and I'm just going to, I'm just going to skip through like right. all of the diary to his final entry. Um, do you know when this final entry had taken yeah. place? Okay. Yeah. Just curious. It says, uh, December 30th of 1956. So it was one, it was nine years after his last one, like his one before that. So his last one was in like March 11th, 1947. But I'll just read it and I'll, and I'll read a little bit of it. I'm not going to get into all of it. But in any events, he says, this is on the December 30th, 1956, uh, Richard Everlinburg. These last few years elapsed since 1947 have not been kind. I now make my final entry in this singular diary. In closing, I must state that I have faithfully kept this matter secret as directed all of these years. It has been completely against my values of moral. Now I am. I seem to sense the long night coming on, and this secret will not die with me. But as all truth shall, it will triumph, and so it shall. This can be the only hope for mankind. I have seen the truth, and it has quickened my spirit and has set me free. I have done my duty toward the monstro- monst- monstrous military-industrial complex. Now, the long night begins to approach, but there shall be no end. Just as the long night of the Arctic ends, the brilliant sunshine of truth shall come again. And those who are of darkness shall fall in its light, for I have seen that land beyond the pole, that center of the great unknown, beckoned... Oh, hold on a second. I'm fucked up here. Oh, shit, son. My notes are fucked up. That's it. I can't be reading anymore. I know. I know. Right, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> dude, honestly, I think I would get a book if uh, we can get you to read on Audible. I know, right? Dude. <laughs> I need, you know what I need? What's that? The dragon shit? <laughs> the, you see on the tele fucking commercials? Dragon thing. I don't know. I don't, what is that? Dragon what software? I don't know. I don't know what that is. All right. So, any event, uh, <laughs> for anybody that wants to fucking read the shit, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> it's it's online. Okay. It's called fucking Richard Evelyn Bird fucking diary. Okay. So I'm over. Well, it's I'm funny. Gonna, it's funny you say that because I actually uh, I'm going to paraphrase I, from now. I on. had I had Google. If I fuck it up, fuck it up. I had Google then um, uh, to pull something up for it while you were talking about it, and uh, you know I seen that they they actually have a book for it. So now I'm on Audible <laughs> looking to see no, you if should. I can get it. Yeah. You should because I'm going to too. Uh, but in, in any event, I'm going to paraphrase now because now because I'm aggravated. 
But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a stupid fucking printer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so he the says, and his final entry, he says that on his trip to not the South Pole, right? On his trip to the fucking North Pole, right? He was surveying over the North Pole. And he says, a fucking tractor beam pulls him into this fucking giant hole. Now, here's what's even crazier, is you can Google it right now. And for anybody listening, Google this shit. There is a hole directly above the North Pole. Okay? And, like, it's just this weird fucking hole. I didn't get a chance, uh, a lot of, like, a lot of time to research it. But it's there. Allegedly... Homeboy and his pilot get pulled into this motherfucking hole, right, by this alleged race of interterrestrial beings, right? They tell this dude, look, you guys are fucking up. Cut the shit with the nukes. You know what I mean? All this other shit. And they said that they only talked to him because of his character. You know what I mean? And then they sent him on his way. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing. No, right, right, right. That's, I'm, I'm just... You know, I I want to read it now. I want to read it now because, uh, especially after uh, the many of things that I've read about Antarctica, I want to. Well, I hope read everybody reads about it. Like, and I, sorry for everybody out there, dude. I'm fucking it up. I know I didn't smoke enough weed today. <laughs> I, it, it, I clearly wasn't enough. But at the same time, <laughs> um, he basically says that he has this experience with interterrestrial beings. Right? Essentially, they say that they're this ancient race that came from mars right mars was the original planet mars got struck by an asteroid some of the race was able to evacuate and ever since lived in the caverns of the earth like deep like deep deep so <clears throat> so if you, if you want i actually have that final entry right here in front of me yeah read it dude because now now i want to hear it okay so it's, it's invigorating so these last few years elapsed since 1947 have not been kind I now make my final entry in this singular diary. In closing, I must state that I have faithfully kept this matter secret as directed all these years. It has been completely against my values of moral right. Now I'm now I seem to sense the long night coming on, and this secret will not die with me. But as all truth shall, it will triumph, and so it shall. This can be the only hope for mankind. I have seen the truth, and it has quickened my spirit and has set me free. I have done my duty toward the monstru- monstrous military-industrial <laughs> complex. So you fucked it up too. Nah. <laughs> For some reason, I want to say I wanted to say monstrosity. Bro, how does it, it feel reading to everybody? You feel nervous right now? No. Stuttering? No, not at all. Don't fucking lie to me. I certainly don't. You're lying. Go ahead. Listen, keep going. Finish it up. <laughs> now I can't. Now, now, now you put me on the spot. Now I'm all fucked up. Yeah, see, you know I knew it. Guys, just find it yourself. Uh, so now the long night begins to approach, but there shall be no end. Just as the long night of the Arctic ends, the brilliant sunshine of truth shall come again, and those who are of darkness shall fall in its light. For I have seen that land beyond the pole, that center of the great unknown. Admiral Richard E. Byrd, United States Navy. Right. No, there was a. Hold on a second. There's more to it. It's literally all it has right here. That's just that's for the last entry. Yep. Because I have like there was a um, what did it go to? Uh, pull up in the WPS writer, dude. The fucking um diaries or should be in the diaries. Lost diaries, maybe. Oh, okay. So it's the flight log, base camp Arctic two nineteen nineteen forty seven. So 
it was a different thing. Yeah, it was a different thing. Oh. Well, it, well, either way, but the, the point was is that he was saying, and and like I said, the, the flight, I, that's, that's that was where very I, cryptic, though, for a last well, journal entry. Well, this is where I fucked up, dude, because his flight log, yeah. I have his flight log here, too. So that's, what, that's where all the fucking good shit is. You know what I mean? But in any event, he goes so did, on. So what did he release a a, a log? Like, yeah, it's all there. Like the, a, like he like this, his own personal right, log, or was this me, something that this is he him had to turn into no, the this fucking is, military? No, this shit. is his shit. All right, so let me back up a step, okay? Rear Admiral Richard Evelyn Bird was a meticulous fucking person, right? He kept ridiculous notes, like. And only facts. Like, he wasn't... He didn't romanticize shit. You know what I mean? When you see him writing in this, you hear the writer. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he was so fucking meticulous that, like, it, he, he wanted everything to be known for what it was and not for, like, like a dramatization. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, the flight log, I believe, is also a part of the diary. You know what I mean? So, for anybody listening, get the fucking diary... But in any event, like it says that he was pulled into this place on the inner earth, spoke to these people and the master of their race or whoever it was. And Does he describe it? Does he describe dude, the race? Hold on a second. One second here, fella. Like what they look like or, you know, was it like a clan of like Shaquille O'Neal's? Yeah. So, yo, bro, <laughs> he's, well, it, it says it in here. You know what I mean? Um, it's, yeah, he basically says that they're like these beings that are like anywhere from like seven to 10 foot tall. You know what I mean? And they look sort of like us. You know what I mean? But they're not us. You know what I mean? Like, and they, they, they speak telepathically. Does he, does he describe them in like a giant esque uh, description? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And well, the only reason I ask is because so I mean I don't know if you've been paying attention to like certain things lately. Like as far as um, there's there's been a lot of instances around the globe, dude, talking about um, seeing giants, and then there's that theory of there being a civilization underneath underneath the earth that was like waiting to ascend. Okay, yeah, and that's and that's but that's so uh, kind of like ties with well, no, with this that that's a sense. huge it's a huge part of that actually because. <clears throat> There's the cases with the Mayans and the Olmecs and the Aztecs and the disappearances, right? And and them saying that, well, not them. There's a theory that they had an entrance in one of their cavern systems. You know what I mean? To this, that and, makes sense, actually. Right? And and allegedly, dude, this place is fucking crazy. So, well, like, here's here's a question. I don't know if you know this. Is how much how much of uh, structures and shit in, in ancient civilizations? Um, are fully explored to the public knowledge anyway. I don't, you know. Well, you just to, know. well, just to put it out there for well, everybody listening right now. Everybody listening right now, dude. Just to put some fucking uh, some clarification on that, dude. Is is they just found allegedly? They just found like where is it? Like uh, down all them places down in um Peru and then um like uh Tiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiwotiw
at one point it all could because right. right because you, you got to figure with all the years of the the shit growing back and you know what I mean whatever oh, yeah dude, understandable the shit was so thick dude that uh, but again that falls under that falls under like you know what do they really want us to know but that's but that's why I asked that question like how much of these civilizations that we know of right now without that new one you're bringing up right now or the potentially yeah, yeah. new one how many of those are told you know like they're a hundred percent excavated or you know they're explored not. and blah, blah 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 i think that's i think that's a big issue for humanity is our prehistory roots because we started recording history when we could you know what i mean so like we go back into all of those ancient civilizations dude and a lot of them like oh, fucking destroying no. whatever god right well no well the problem is dude is, is that well what do you want to say conquistadors you want to say fucking people fucking going and fucking other places up you know what i mean like conquerors and shit right these so fucking treasure hunters, man. All of them do. Well, no, that's more so now. Like back when, like shit was live there when there was too well, many people. Yeah, they out. had specific names for them back then. But I mean, it's all pretty much the same. Anybody searching for fucking fame and glory, dude. We're right. Going so, so think about it like this, dude. Whatever. These. So, like those civilizations you were just talking about. Yeah. These motherfuckers were warriors. Warriors. Yeah. For sure. Fucking warriors, bro. They'll fucking sacrifice you. You chop your fucking head off, and carry <laughs> it around. You <laughs> they, know what I mean? They were doing that without war. <laughs> exactly. And somebody just ran them out? Somebody just came through and fucking killed all of them? No. No, I don't believe that. I don't subscribe to that. You think they were doomsday preppers? Maybe. Building bunkers down (laughs) the fucking ground like, yo, something's coming. And then bang, they just went, like, blast from the past. Right. So, (laughs) like, I mean, so just to to wrap up real quick, the the Rear Admiral Bird shit, if anybody wants to go and check this shit out, it's all right there online. You can get it on Wikipedia. You can get his book alone in Antarctica. And you can also get the diary. Moving along. The possibility of someone that credible saying, hey, man, I, I I fucking talked to these people. You know what I mean? And then I was debriefed, told to close my mouth, and then what? You know what I mean? Well, so 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 what did they tell? Did they tell him, like, oh, we've been around for fucking Dude, listen, X amount yes. of time? You know, well, like, they've, that... they said that they've been there for millennia. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, they've... For anybody to understand, like, what they're dealing with in Antarctica. Like, they're under the ice. You know what I mean? They're deep. They're deep. So, it's like... Well, what is it? There, uh, there was a... A while back, there was um, there was something that came out that it was... Uh, it wasn't a while back. Somebody was using, like, Google Maps or something and ended up spotting... Or, no, it couldn't have been Google Maps. It was something that spotted structure, like, two miles underneath the ice of uh, Antarctica. All right, so... This is all right, there's I haven't seen anything about a structure. Okay. But what's have to Google it. the idea was is that this this ancient civilization had lived there. They were like watching over the earth. You know what I mean? And then what really triggered their interest in us was the nuclear weaponry. You know what I mean? Like the the weaponry was signaling to them that we could be a problem now. You know what I mean? Like, because now they're inside the earth. If we're blowing the motherfucker up outside the earth, you know what I mean? Like, it can't be <laughs> it can't be good on the inside. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You know, that, that makes me think of, uh, you know, when they were saying that the Manhattan Project could have potentially brought extraterrestrial life to earth because of the explosion and what it did. Well, it triggered out. a new age for us. Right. It, it put us on a different level now. You know what I mean? It went Because when you're fucking with atoms, bro, and you're fucking with physics and you're fucking with all this uh atoms and nuclear fucking you know what i mean particles and shit 
Imagine someone climbing up on your house and hitting it with a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine those motherfuckers well, right. down so, under the earth. Like, so basically no, what, what they tell Bird is, is like, look, we know you guys detonated this fucking thing. The only reason we're talking to you is because we feel like your character is that of such a high nature that we feel like we can trust you. You know what I mean? So he goes back. He tells the U.S. government. The U.S. government silences it the fuck up. Guess what hasn't happened? We haven't used a nuclear bomb since. You know what I mean? Like, nobody has. So they they throw that threat around like it's fucking... Like, look, look at fucking Kim Jong-un over there. Like, don't fucking nuke something. Like, every two weeks, it seems like he's going to fucking nuke something. Listen, uh, on, in the case so clearly of... clearly, he's, not, on, he's listen, not in those conversations. Right. You know what I mean? But, again, we're limited to our media. You know no, what I right, mean? Right, so. right. I'm just saying, though, like, this is... You know, clearly, <laughs> clearly some people aren't involved in conversations. Right. So, so essentially, that had put us on the map. You know what I mean? Like that nuclear detonation had 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 put us on the map of this inter interterrestrial civilization. So let's fast forward. They talk to him. He goes back. He gets debriefed. He's quiet till his deathbed. Right? Okay. Credible dude. Let's go into the cavern systems around the world. Right. So like now let's talk about the possibility of this actually happening. Like like the the real possibility that there's people living and succeeding you know what i mean growing inside of the earth you know what i mean right did you see that post i posted the other day about mammoth cave uh i might have seen it but i've, I've been right. uh for anybody listening dude if you if you follow the nonsensical knowledge page dude the other day i had posted in kentucky dude there is a cave system right okay. that is 400 that. miles long and that's only what is explored. Oh, and they just uh, didn't they didn't they just find this? No, no, it's been around for a oh, while. Okay, I was reading something different that day. No, Mammoth Cave was discovered in 1791. So, but in any event, so like 400 miles of this place, and bro, they say it could go for tens of thousands. It's fucking crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Right. So like, and and I posted on the, the the Facebook. I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but. There was something like down underneath this thing. There was a hundred and ninety-four foot dome, right, in it. Like so, you're already deep into the earth, and there's a in fucking this, in this cave. In this cave, they found right. a dome area. A dome area where its height was a hundred and something feet. You know what I mean? Hundred ninety feet, some shit, some stupid so shit. So, so it helped form that. Yeah, know, if you go onto the nonsensical knowledge page, it's on there. But at the same time, it's like, and then on top of that, they found a, another hole. They call it, like, I can't read, the bottomless pit or some shit. And it was something like 200 feet deep. That's how deep this fucking thing goes. Huh. Right? And this is only one cave system, bro, in Kentucky. <laughs> in fucking Kentucky. That's the biggest one in the world. You know what I mean? But they're all over the place, bro. Switzerland, uh, Malaysia, New Mexico, China, Ukraine, Mexico, South Dakota. <laughs> you know what i mean dude they're everywhere uh another one in mexico kentucky you know what i mean well, well so yo so you know how i was i was saying something about that that uh anomaly found in antarctica something was underneath the ice yeah like a base or something or something well they say it could be a base so anyway this this was back in 06 dude they uh uh nasa had spotted an anomaly that was given off um uh gravitational anomalies and uh this thing is like uh 
was it saying? It was saying it was like 800-something meters underneath the ice. And uh, there's a there's some exploration team called uh, Secure Team 10, dude, that uh, Secure Team was, 10. was trying to uh, they say that. They the coolest it, names for these teams. That was trying to say it was like a like a base that the Nazis had built down there. Right. Um, well, that's I, I personally feel <clears throat> on the topic of like the Nazis establishing a base in Antarctica. I feel like it was pre-Nazi. You know what I mean? Like it was German, but it wasn't necessarily like Nazi. You know what I mean? And I feel the same way about the the um the base on the moon, like the alleged German base on the moon, <clears throat> because these things were already in motion long before Hitler. You know what I mean? And he was just the one to push him over the top. Like, right. he was the dude that went out there and was like, yo, we're going to start a fucking world war so we can work on this shit. You right. know what I mean? So. Well, and that, and that structure that's that they were getting images of was, uh, it's it was uh, estimated to be 14 miles in, yeah. for the structure itself. So yeah. that's, uh, and like 800 something meters down. All right. So, real quick. Just a little segue. So check this out. I don't know if you heard about it, dude, but uh, I gotta find it real quick because I done fucked all my paperwork up. Yeah, you got you got like some tornado going on over there, bro. I'm pissed. You look, you look like a you look like a pissed. stressed office worker. I there. am. <laughs> I fucking am, dude. Like, dude, you're ready to. If we were in a skyscraper, brother, you'd be listen, jumping out the window right now. Listen, bro. I fucking Wall did Street, so much research, and I felt like. There was so much more. I felt like, yo, this fucking episode, dude, about this inner earth shit could literally go on for fucking seven hours. You well, know what I mean? Sure. Because there's so much information regarding it. And it's like, for example, like you're saying, like this shit, this, all right, so check this out. Um, in February of 2012, there was a Russian expedition to Antarctica. Right. Right? The goal of the official narrative of this expedition was to bore a hole through the ice Right? In Antarctica. Through the ice, two miles. Right? Oh, I already know what you're going to talk about. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, see? This is what I mean. This is Antarctica, too. You know what I mean? So, check this out. These motherfuckers, they go down there. They they successfully drill through more than two miles of ice, right? And they reach an underground lake named Lake Falstack. Right now, now, mind you, anybody that's listening, there's actually a, a horror movie that got made off of this story. This is like this Which was one? a uh, fucking um. Come on, dude, you uh, can't say that shit. Not happen. Dude, now. the thing. I want to say it was. I've never I seen could it, be dude. Wrong. Hold on. But in any event, you know. So yeah, go ahead, find it. But anyways, the first team of scientists to explore two miles under the ice. The official narrative was that they were going down there for scientific purposes to pull samples out of the lake, the under underground lake. Like this is a, like you're under, it's not frozen. You know what I mean? This lake is not frozen. This is like a actual lake. It was the thing, 1982. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's yeah, fucking funny. <laughs> That's funny. But in any event, um, so Russia is their official narrative says that they were just doing it to, to collect samples and to get, an idea of what organisms might be living in those conditions underneath two miles of ice, right? That's it. This fucking borehole, bro, was big enough to fit an elevator down, okay? So, allegedly, this dude, Dr. Anton Ped Alka, defects from Russia, right? He was on this team of scientists. This dude says that, like, the official, you know, they were like, ah, oh, dude, they just went, you know, they didn't even, the official narrative was that they didn't even put boots on the ground. 
this dude says they go down two miles underneath this fucking ice. Them and him and like I think it was a team of five or some shit like that. Maybe uh, I'm not entirely sure. They get down there, right? And it's subtropical weather, like it's seventy fucking degrees. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. There's I, trees. I remember reading about this. It was it's nuts. There's trees. There's fauna. There's fucking springs. There's. Yeah, I was about to say there's a big water area. That yeah, they were so, uh, camping near. Exactly. So like now they say that they're they reached the Lake Vostok. It's beautiful. It's fucking pristine. You know what I mean? It's un, untouched in millions of years. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get in there for a preliminary dive, and they come across an orgas- uh, something, an octopus-like creature named Organism 46B. Right? This is what they named it. Allegedly, this is on the fucking strength of Dr. Anton Padalka, who was on the team, said that they fought for their fucking lives. For like a five days. Yeah, to get the fuck back out of to there. To get the fuck out. <laughs> right. What's crazy, dude, is is this was this anybody can Google this, right? These scientists went missing for five days, bro, from the the outside just, world. Just the encounters of dealing with this thing too was fucking outrageous. They're saying well, this thing was shape shifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in one second. <laughs> we'll get to that in one bro. second. I'm just trying to say I just want to let everybody know and be clear that this was reported worldwide okay that these scientists went missing hence movie the thing <laughs> crazy right so now the world all of these other scientists it was just yeah you know, i remember it when we were back then i was like oh shit that's fucking I, I didn't really think about it like in that context back then but well, wait what so when did this happen when, when it, this uh happen? february 2012 this happened in 2012 mm-hmm. for some why am i thinking that this story was older than that i don't know i have no idea but in any, either way, dude. So they get down there, they go to take a preliminary dive into the lake. They encounter this organism, right? They say it's an octopus-like creature, fourteen tentacles instead of eight, alleged camouflage and contortion, shape shifting. You know what I mean? They said it had the ability to disable their fucking radios. It had the the, the ability to make you think that it was another diver, bro, in the water. Yeah, like a shapeshifter. Like a shapeshifter, dude. Yeah. And he said that, so it kills one of their peoples, right? Preliminary dive. Kills one of them. They said they watched and ate, watched this fucking thing eat their homeboy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like in the information that has his name and all that stuff, I didn't really take his name, but they say they, they encounter this organism. This one of the female researchers cut one of its fucking things off, cut one of its tentacles off. And still kept moving, chasing her. No, no, no. It crawled out of the fucking water, dude, and fucking choked her in her sleep and killed her. I thought the part did. I, the I, part. That's yeah. the, the, the part of the tentacle. Yeah. Not the fucking octopus. No, right. The part the of the tentacle. tentacle. came out and said, Yo, all right, bitch, <laughs> let's go. Here's what's insane, okay? Now, this is where we're going to rein it back in for a second from this weird shit. Octopuses have the ability to camouflage, have the ability to contortion, and also have the ability to, what is it? Google this for me real quick, right? Octopus tentacles. Because I'm almost positive. I'm a little upset, dude, that, because I, see, I thought, I thought this had taken place earlier. Nah, man, this is recent. Yeah, well, how, how weird is that, though, that, so this, that, now, now I'm all fucked up, dude, because that movie came out in 82. So that's, yeah. so for that to have the same basis as this, uh, thing yeah. that happened. Yeah, dude. 
it's so they they octopuses are extremely intelligent like extremely you know what i mean like ridiculously intelligent they can get out of the fucking tight places they can you know what i mean they could do things that that puts thought and 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 you know intuition in in a sense you know what i mean they say that this thing killed three members of the team they captured it allegedly these fucking things caught it they, they caught these guys caught this thing right and brought it back to russia sure enough they get back to russia they say fucking immediately closed the borehole and then this guy allegedly defected from russia because he found out that putin was going to weaponize it well yeah i heard they snagged they finally got to snag whatever that thing was and they were trying to weaponize because this thing can release a toxin in it, and it, and the like, water and it'll disperse uh the vast majority of the water yeah and then dissipate almost just as quick um so they wanted to snatch it out of there and fucking weaponize it um and then uh I don't believe it was from the same guy, but I, I want to say there was another uh, scientist or somebody, dude, that was talking about the same subject of them trying to weaponize this thing and saying that they were going to potentially drop it in American, um, Res- reservoirs. American waters. Yeah, reservoirs, like drinking water. Yeah, well, that that's why this guy allegedly defected from Russia was because he was on a team and his friend was you, the one that died. Did you want me Googling the characteristics of the tentacle? Is that what, what I want to know is yes the characteristics of their tentacles because it's almost like they're autonomous you know what i mean autonomous. like autonomous right it's almost like each one has its own brain and i'm almost pretty sure they do so yeah, I'm still looking, so it's like one of those things dude where like in any event my i just wanted to make the, the correlation between real octopuses and then this alleged creature you know what i mean because if this alleged creature really exists dude and it's in this pristine fucking lake what is it well who's to say anything i mean if it's been dude i mean it was basically locked in there yeah for sure it it evolved there you know well between evolved or who's to say it's not just its own fucking thing well that's what i mean is that well but that's what i'm saying is it had to have evolved or whatever case may be how it got there had to get there somehow you know right right for sure you know so i'm wondering if it was more so like this environment that's been there forever, untouched, millions of years. You know what I mean? Now, the idea is, is let me be clear for everybody listening. The idea is, is that the reason that this is subtropical underneath the ice is because of hot air vents coming up from the center of the earth. You know what I mean? And that the ice is so thick that it's just impenetrable. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, obviously. It's creating we have to, its own environment. It's Right. It's, it's like a biodome. You know what I mean, in a sense. That was awesome. Paulie Shore lives there. <laughs> that's, that's where he's at. Baldwin. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? So, but so if if this is true, you know what I mean? And, and throughout the expedition, they had uh, recorded a whole bunch of other things like uh, electromagnetic anomalies and, uh, you know, possibly an extraterrestrial craft. You know what I mean? Something like that. But the idea was is that there was these people that, you know, we're even further down than that. You know what I mean? So you're talking about two miles under the ice and then like miles into the crust. You know what I mean? But anyways, getting back to the, the, the caverns, dude. So is it possible? Do you think with how deep this shit goes, like our earth is so cavernous that you think it'd be possible to have oxygen down there? Um. So check this I out. I mean, I guess so. I mean, if there's, if there's a, if there's a way for a plant to, 
to do what it needs to do, why why wouldn't there be? Like, I mean, if there's car, you know. Well, I'm saying in the cave systems. I'm, I'm stepping out of the biodome, and we're going into the well, cave yeah, systems. yeah, even, again, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, and even, even so, I mean, even being down that far, I mean, you know, you, you could potentially just have certain openings that are going to allow air. Air. To and, and they're huge. Through, you know what I'm saying? And they're fucking huge. So like with these with these with these caverns, bro. Like some of them are so big. So by so the way, like, the arms can move on their own. They're they're connected to uh, the nervous system in the brain for the octopus. Yeah, and um, they uh they re- uh they receive neurons, dude. Even if even if they get disconnected from the brain, so they can still function. If, yeah, like, it gets fucking removed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. So and that was the other crazy I think about Lake Vostok and uh, Organism Forty Six B was that they those scientists felt that like when they cut the arm off that that arm could regenerate into an entire octopus see now that's that's a scary thought dude because if this if that thing whatever the fuck it is can multiply crazy mm-hmm. you know but so other than that though it was like a typical octopus you know what i mean like they said it fed like it ate their homeboy this ate their homeboy the same way a normal octopus would eat its prey <laughs> like ripped its fucking head off dude like <laughs> snack but i think that's why this dude defected because when they got back putin fucking put the boots to it like yo no this can't go out you know what i mean like we the official narrative when they wrapped up the expedition was that they had found absolutely nothing it was a wash it was a wash (laughs) like literally russia says russia said nah dude we didn't even find organisms (laughs) the fuck you mean dude you don't even have like what's his face is there fucking hat with happy no it wasn't happy gilmore uh Bobby Boucher's fucking Arctic water. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the glacier water. <laughs> glacier water, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what high quality H2O. That's what I mean. Dude, you got to have something. Right. Yeah, you know, especially if you're going to spend all these millions of dollars to send this expedition down there and then have them go missing for five days. That's what's crazy to me right well, there. Well, and then the other two that didn't fucking come back. <laughs> exactly. But what what's crazy about it is it did gain, like, yeah, it gained, me, it gained traction worldwide yeah. traction yeah. you know what i mean so and they hushed it all up dude i can't believe i was thinking that was earlier I yeah i don't remember what the fuck i was reading that made it seem earlier yeah no dude it's definitely it was definitely i don't, I don't even remember they started again. 30 years ago though i don't like, even remember yeah i know they, they had started the research back in uh, the 90s yeah so they said they said that it took 30 years to complete like to to finally get down to the depth that they needed to right. be you know what I mean? Because they literally essentially... Well, went, you ain't going to get that hole in fucking... Bro, there's pictures of it. You well, get... I'm saying you're not going to get that that fucking hole in yeah. two years. You know what well, I'm saying? Uh, well, that's what was crazy. It was just, They were saying that the official Russian narrative was that they, they had sent something down into the hole that was like a... Um, they had sent something down into the hole and essentially when they, when they were pulling it back up, when they were pulling it back up, they had taken... Freon and um, they had taken Freon and uh, something else that they had used to heat the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it contaminated the sample. You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's yeah, it's understandable. That was the official narrative, but they did say that they had another sample and it was pristine. You know what I mean? But this was as recent as I think 2019 or some shit. Yeah. So, like, I mean, with that being said, so now let's let's go let's let's shift a little bit. You know what I mean? With other well, so so all these things, so all these things. If you're so just just speaking on like this unknown fucking creature 
and there being, you know, a whole other climate underneath there, dude. Like, then, like, these, so these ancient civilizations, man, like, you, you have to kind of assume that, especially with the lore that goes with these ancient civilizations, dude, and, and, and them just becoming non-existent out of nowhere. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to imagine that something got left behind or they had vacated Ooh, elsewhere. Right. Okay. So, all right. So here's what's, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. There's, I fucking totally forgot to get the details. You can Google it. Google right now, Viking settlement that was completely abandoned, right? So there was a Viking settlement. And I, I want to say. I read about this too. I want to say it was in, right. I want to say it was in like Greenland or something. It was like one of their last outposts, you know what I mean? But the entire civilization disappeared, you know what I mean? And left no trace of anything, you know what I mean? So. What's crazy to me is is that there is a theory that they found a hole. They found an entrance. Because allegedly this place, right? Okay, so let me tell you right now. This is the popular. Wait, a hole where? Wherever the fuck they were. Where was it? Greenland? Like It was like, a, you can you can Google it. It's a, yeah, so they allegedly had found an entrance to Inner Earth. Okay, so now this Inner Earth place, there's a, a lot of cultures that subscribe to this shit. Okay, so Agartha is what it's called, allegedly. Right, so, so a little backstory on Agartha. Why didn't she just give me that? Uh, <laughs> Sitting here like putting in the most like. Well, no, I wanted you. Well, no, I wanted you to tell me about um. Viking settlement. The Viking settlement, not Agartha. Oh. No, not Agartha. This might have been Ultima Thule, like, uh, but I don't think that's it because that was just like another thing for the Thule Society, uh, the Nazis and shit, and their occult fucking occult bullshit that they were like searching for the same shit they said it like a super hyper boring uh, race by chance was it found off the east coast of canada maybe it was just an abandoned settlement like yeah discovered in north america yeah well so agartha is believed to be the name of inner earth the buddhists in their theology fervently believe in its existence they believe to be it to be a race of supermen and women who occasionally come to the surface to oversee the development of the human race. They also believe that this is the subterranean world has millions of inhabitants and many cities and their capital is Shambhala. The master of the world was believed to have been given order or given orders to the Dalai Lama of Tibet, who is his terrestrial representative. His messages were being transmitted through certain secret tunnels connecting the inner world with Tibet. The Indian epic, the Ramayana, and the Bhagavad—I always fuck this one up—Bhagavad Gita are the two most famous texts of India. The Ramayana tells the story of the great avatar Rama. The Bhagavad Gita tells the story of Krishna. The Ramayana describes Rama as an emissary from Agartha. Right. So this—they're saying the name Agartha, like this is this dude is, or this god, Rama, is the emissary. From this place. You know what I mean? Who arrived on an air vehicle. Coincidentally a Viamana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Interesting. You know. So this is quite extraordinary. In that both the Buddhist and Hindu religions. Separately refer to Agartha. Both religions name Agartha. In their texts. Huh. You know what I mean? The first public scientific evidence obviously occurred in 1947 when Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd of the United States Navy flew directly to the North Pole and instead of going over the pole, actually entered the inner earth. 
In his diary with other witnesses, he tells of entering the hollow earth of interior of the earth and traveling 1,700 miles over mountains, lakes, rivers, green vegetation, and animal life. He tells of seeing monstrous animals resembling the mammoth of antiquity moving through the underbush. He eventually found cities and thriving civilization. That's all in the diary. Huh. Yeah, that's what I mean, dude. Is this dude said, and this is this. All right, so, sorry to everybody listening because I'm so fucking scatterbrained, dude, that it's like <laughs> I forget these things. Like I, I swear to God, I forget these little minute details. Like he said that. Like he said that when his tractor beam had pulled him in, dude, he's looking at like a fucking mammoth, a woolly mammoth. Like the fucking thing is just grazing. You know what I mean? And everything, all kinds of weird animals too, though, like shit that he had never seen before, right. you know. And it's like seventeen thousand miles, seventeen hundred miles in inner Earth, not outside the Earth, inner Earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? But either way, Agartha is believed to be. It's funny, man, because I downloaded a picture of it, like a, an alleged picture of Agartha. It's not like a. It's like a map, sort of. It's on the. It's on the laptop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna search for it. But uh, so it's that like we, it's not like we can pull it up on a screen or anything for anybody. Yeah, to see you it. guys can fucking I can imagine it. it later. Fucking imagine it. You well, know I'll, what I mean? I'll so, draw you guys a nice picture and uh, so put it on the page. Essentially, they say that this Agartha place is like you said earlier with these interterrestrial races of beings that are seven to ten foot tall. You know what I mean? They're super fucking advanced. This shit also relates to the Vril and the Vrilia. You know what I mean? Which are? Which are an alleged race. There is a book by Edward Lighton Bullard, I believe his name is. It was written in 1871, I believe. I have that around here somewhere, too. But in any event, this dude... You have, like, an organized chaos over there, bro. I know. You know, you know where shit is with nah, <laughs> somebody dude, else. Don't even bother looking. Somebody else goes in there. And <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get lost in the inside the earth, bro. Don't even, yeah. <laughs> don't even bother. But <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like tossing papers around. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, dude. Yeah, It's just fun to watch. I'm, <laughs> I'm over it. I feel uh, like... I'm going to have to fucking figure this cluster fuck right out. But it's, so he... Oh, where was I? Where was I with the Agartha shit? Um, he goes down there. He sees these people. They they give him all that information. We already went over all that shit. Yeah. So basically, to catch us up, you know what I mean? They are the super race. You know what I mean? That are allegedly down there. So Edward Lytton Bolton like publishes his book, and at first it was published anonymously because back then they didn't want to speak out. He was of a, a higher class, and like if they spoke out like that, shit got weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. He get lynched, <laughs> he get stoned or something. But he he writes this book, and it's allegedly a first hand account of him going into the inner earth with a friend. So allegedly, a wealthy friend of his, an explorer, they were inside of a cave. And, oh, we had talked about this, right? And he had yeah. right, and he had basically said that um, he had found an inner earth civilization, like the entrance to an inner, inner earth civilization. So his, this guy went with him. They they went in and uh, the dude fell in a cave and died. Like not the not the guy with the first hand account, the friend. You know right. what I mean? Well, anyways, he tries to go down to help the dude, and in the process breaks a leg or some shit. You know what I mean? And uh, so he passes out. He wakes up, and he's with these inner earth beings. 
right? And essentially, and the book, the name of this book is called The Coming Race. Anybody can get it. It's not a very like huge book, dude, but it's it's super interesting. He tells of same thing Richard Bird did. You know what I mean? The, almost identically. You know what I mean? And he said that these people are called the Vril, right? And they use what's called the Vril, yeah, or the Vril. So think Star Wars for a second. The Force. You know what I mean? They basically tap into this thing called the Vril. You know what I mean? And one of their children, bro, Mariah's age, could destroy an entire city if they wanted to with this Force. Yeah, it's kind of like... um... It's like the force. Yeah. It's like the force, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the best way to put it. You know what I mean? That everybody could probably kind of relate to. It's like the force in Star Wars. You know what I mean? And uh, the fucking, the dude says that they can control all of this shit and they don't plan. They Dude, they weren't even going to let him leave. You know what I mean? But apparently one of them liked them and was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Right. You can stay. <laughs> you know what I mean, but we 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 don't the fuck we don't want you to leave because we don't want you to tell our story. But this was also the basis for Hitler's Thule Society, Maria Orsic, and all of them. They felt that this was a real energy that could be tapped into. You know what I mean? Right. And allegedly they did. Allegedly Maria Orsic did. And allegedly, they had contacted interterrestrials, extraterrestrials, whatever. They say that a lot of these mediums and shit that are contacting these beings, yeah. they're inner Earth terrestrials. You know what I mean? They're like, inner, uh, like um, kind of, kind of portraying humankind, or are no. you talking about no, 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 no. half breeds, or no, like... no. So check this out. No, essentially, what they're saying is, is that they tap into mediums and shit like and tell them they're extraterrestrials like they're from the Pallades system you know what i mean but really, but really they're, they're, they're really they're here they're on the bottom floor they're on the bottom floor right. you know what i mean and all them ufos and all that shit it's like those people on those uh fucking ring services yeah they're well in. think about usos now under uh what is it um unidentified uh, submerged objects. Right. I mean, they see this shit all the time in California. They see this shit all over the world. Well, that's even that's even craft, aircraft coming out of the fucking that's ocean over there in Cali, bro. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's too. Well, that was another cool thing. What, that what I is read. it, the bottom, the bottom corner of Cali? Uh, people, numerous, numerous people have said that they've seen yeah. something, co- you know, stuff coming in and out. Yeah, I'll t- and there's to... allegedly like a, like a cavern system just yeah. out into the ocean there that goes off the coast Cali. yeah off the coast of san diego yeah. is uh where they have a lot of this uh, this activity and yes that goes back into the cavernous systems that allegedly are underneath our ocean you know what i mean so like remember how we were talking about tesla in the the borehole you know what i mean we were talking about tesla in the borehole or not the borehole the hyperloop right. whatever the fuck it's called you know what i mean and that's already been established allegedly you know what i mean so allegedly what happened was is like these tunnels were created years and years and years and years ago millennia you know what i mean right and this is how a lot of them go by undetected they just here you go if they got to go out into outer orbit they do if they don't they're underneath you don't see them that often right you know what i mean so who knows though Oh, man. That's man. another thing, though, is Mount Shasta. Sorry to interrupt you. But uh, Mount Shasta in California allegedly is another entrance 
planet Earth. Well, I mean, you got to think, dude. If there's if there's any sort of truth to there being underground civilizations and going back to your to your admiral there talking about how my admiral yeah your admiral that's your only yo listen yo i swear to god i'm super intrigued by him just to let everybody know um i am gonna try to purchase his stamp dude they made a commemorative stamp of him doing the antarctic expedition i'm gonna try to get my hands on it four bucks four four dollars big spender for a three (laughs) three cent stamp (laughs) (laughs) it's 50 cents now anyway um uh you know you you, you got to think, dude, if that's, if any of this is true and holds water, that's, and, and, you know, your admiral there talking about how, you know, there's tunnel systems to go from A to B, who's, who's the discount, dude, that, that, you know, you're speaking of two entrances, dude, there's probably entrances all over the place, all over the place, dude, all over the world, dude. Well, and it that... makes you think about the fucking uh, Bermuda Triangle, too, dude, so like, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's been considered like a, like a portal or a, or a jump or yeah, you know, interdimensional, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever that space is, um, you know, like, could that be something that's, because like, if, if you look at like, you know, older civilizations and their pyramids, um, so there was one that got discovered over in Europe that nobody had noticed for like years. And some guy that like went out like exploring found this pyramid that's actually bigger than the ones in Egypt. Right. And uh, so they started excavating whatever. But when he went to the top of this fucking thing, dude, it's it's emitting. Um, uh, fuck. Electromagnetic fields. Yeah. And it's emitting it out. Like normally this stuff yeah. comes in and it's yeah. emitting out. So like. That that's got to make you think, dude. Like, could whatever civilization be admitting? Well, do you know anything about the ley lines? Uh, I don't know. All right, so the ley lines are basically grid points around the Earth. Like, so check this out. Like, I I, I have an idea of them. I haven't uh, well jumped that far down yeah, the rabbit hole. Essentially, what it is, dude, is is that there's ley lines, and they say that all of these geographical points like the pyramid of giza or the plateau of giza to do the pyramids you know what i mean all are on these access points stonehenge you know what i mean fucking um what's the one down in mexico there with the mayans um shit dude i'm drawing a blank but either way there's like these huge points on the earth where there's like super ridiculous magnetic anomalies you know what i mean hence the bermuda triangle you know what i mean um Stonehenge, what's the other one? I say, um, like the Golden Gate Bridge, the fucking suicide forest over there in fucking Japan. Like, there's so many places. That's, that shit's nuts, too. Yeah, I've we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll I'm get just in, saying, that yeah. shit's nuts, though. No, listen, we'll get into that eventually. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get, we'll get into that weird shit. Oh, we gotta. That's but, weird. um, basically, what they say is, like, all of these points are on these ley lines, so they're connected. You know what I mean? In a sense. Like, so all of these, all of these people are like, it's so weird, man, because it's, they're taking points on the, on the globe and saying like these electromagnetic fields are stronger here. So basically they would be a, um, uh, an energy grid in a sense, you know what I mean? Throughout the world. So it's, it's weird, man. You know what I mean? Because who knows? 
You know what I mean? Like, who knows well, what I mean, the pyramids were for? Who well, knows what anything is for? You know what I mean? We don't know what it was for. It, may, it was it built may, weird. It may, it, you know, it makes you think too. You know, because like with all the, all the different warnings about like five G and shit like that. Like, imagine if you know there's tech that, or you know, tech or um, elements or whatever that we don't know about that's used or worked on down there you know what i'm saying whether it's bases that are down there or civilizations that are down there or whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying like i mean anything's possible dude but getting back to this inner earth shit yo i just real quick i want to drop this fucking weird shit on you dude i don't know if you've fucking seen it or not if you got a chance to watch that video that i had uh i had i had um shared on facebook yeah, so check this out. Yeah, no, I haven't, and and you were you were pushing me to do it too, and I I didn't get a chance to. Well, it was cool, man, because I didn't really take a lot from that video because I, you know, I want to be original with my own research. You know what I mean? I could have grabbed a couple cool things, but one cool thing that I did grab is the Green Children of Woolpit, right? The so, Green Children of of what? Woolpit. It's W O O L. P-I-T for anybody that wants to Google this crazy shit. So check this out, right? This allegedly happened during the reign of King Stephen in 1135 through 1154. The dates are kind of skewed, you know what I mean? Because it's so old. As the story goes, the villagers of Woolpit, which is located in Suffolk, England, right? Discovered two children, a brother and sister, beside one of the wolf pits that gave the village its name. Their skin was green, they spoke an unknown language, and their clothing was unfamiliar. Ralph reports that the children were taken to the home of Richard de Cown. Ralph and William agree that the pair refused all food for several days until they came across some raw broad beans, which they consumed eagerly. The children gradually adapted to normal food and in time lost their green color. The boy, who appeared to be younger of the two, became sickly and died shortly after he and his sister were baptized. Right? Check this out. After learning to speak English to children, Ralph says, just uh, the surviving girl explained what they came from, a land where the sun never shone and the light was like twilight. William says the children called their home St. Martin's Land. Ralph also adds that everything there was green. According to William, the children were unable to account for their arrival in Woolpit. They had been herding their father's cattle when they heard a loud noise. According to William, the bells of Bury, St. Edmunds, and suddenly found themselves by the wolf pit where they were found. Ralph says that they had become lost when they had followed the cattle into the cave and after being guided by the sound of bells eventually merged into our land. This is a historical account. You know what I mean? Huh. This fucking town in Woolpit still does this. Like, still cherishes this story, bro. Right. They still, it's a big center of, what is it, tourism and shit like that. It's... It's so crazy, dude, because they, where'd they come from? You oh, know what right, I mean? Where the fuck sure. did they come from? And especially to have like an, an entire town behind this story. You know what I mean? Right. And they still carry it out till today. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? Like these green children allegedly appeared coming out of a cave. 
and were didn't they spoke some unknown language, were dressed with fucking crazy clothes. Do they do they say where this cave is or um is that like a not like a lost thing in translation? Do they not well, say where it is? Let's see here. So according to Ralph, the girl was employed for many years as a servant to Richard Day Count's household, where she was considered to be very wanton and impudent. William says that she eventually married a man from King's Lynn, about forty miles of Woolpit, was still living shortly after he wrote. That's not it. Uh all right, so let's see here. So, the legend of the green children of Woolpit concerns two children of unusual skin color who reportedly appeared in the village of Woolpit in Suffolk, England, sometime in the 12th century. Yeah, it doesn't really say. It doesn't really say if they're, well, like, you know, where I have it to was. Google it because I'm, I'm wondering if, like, so, like, so with this story being held so in such high regard over there, um, I'm curious as to if, like, Say you and me go take a trip over there. Can we go to that cave? Go walk right. into it. You right. know, like that's. I'm just curious of that. That's all. Well, do some research and then we'll put it up on the Facebook page. You know what I mean? Because like I'm not entirely sure where it is, but like when I was going through like historical accounts, dude, like I could have went with the easy shit. You know what I mean? The trolls and the gnomes and the fucking. You know what I mean? Like stupid shit like that and the stories, the fairy tales. But the Green Children of Woolpit was so fascinating because this city still thrives on this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's like Google it right now. Google Woolpit. Well, that's uh, like I said I'm googling the cave right now to see. Uh... Yeah, see what's up. It's got a picture. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, like like I said, dude. So like I mean, so say these kids wandered out of their cave, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How crazy would that be? Well, and then these kids are just missing. Like these kids are just they 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 assimilate. You know what I mean? They go into standard living. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they lose their green color. Well, right. Well, I mean that also makes you think like because they were in wherever. Yeah. If that attributed to yeah, the discoloration, sure. their diet, you know, well, that's ETC, what, and then... That was another reason why the humanoids were, like, 8 to 10 feet tall, because the oxygen levels allegedly were better down there. So it just made them grow taller yeah. because of that? Yeah, well, well no, I because... Know, I, I don't so, know how that works. So all right, not, so check this out, like... Scientist. Well, here's the thing, is neither am I, but I know <laughs> a, a, a little bit. <laughs> I know a little bit. That's, that's where oxygen, fucking Yao Bing's from. Well, more oxygen is huge for everyone, dude, so, like... The thing about it is, is they, they say before, like, the revolutionary, uh, what is it, industrial revolution and all that bullshit, you know what I mean? Things were so much better, and trees grew so much taller, and people, like, the average human being, dude, was seven foot tall. You know what I mean? If you want to go back that far, if there was humans. You know what I mean? When levels were crazy, right? The dinosaurs were so huge. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's the idea, is, is that they live down there, and, um... You know, I don't know, man. I, I, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating theory, bro, because there's so many historical accounts and there's so many credible people that say that they've experienced this. You know what I mean? Well, and it makes you wonder, you know, where have they been there this whole time? Have, you know, are they from ancient civilizations? Are, are they, they, are they Atlanteans? That's, that's <laughs> yeah, another thing too. Yo, bro. Like, you know, Atlantis is, dude, that's another, that's another deep fucking rabbit hole. Dude. Well, right, but this is what I mean, though, is, is like, now, now take that into account, is you have 
these civilizations, bro, that had to go somewhere. You know what I mean? So, like, say this theory holds true that Mars was the original planet, right? This is how the theory goes, is that that was the original planet, and the Van Allen space belt, I think it's called, or radiation belt, is fragments of whatever hit Mars. You know what I mean? Like, it hit Mars, and then they had to evacuate, blah, 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 destroy the atmosphere. You know what I mean? And then, allegedly, according to Corey Good, also, remember Corey Good, dude, the whistleblower from the books? Yeah, yeah. He uh he says the same thing. He says the exact same thing that there's an interterrestrial race of of extraterrestrials that fucking have been overseeing things on Earth and guiding us in a fucking way that is beneficial to everyone. Well, yeah, that's a, a a book you and you and I had both read. There's a theory that uh, uh what is it the Anunnaki is actually living uh inside the Earth and that's because they came. From out there, crashed and I don't, I don't working to fucking leave. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Anunnaki because there's from I say it was. What's well, crazy, bro? Wrong, I'm, I'm, well, yeah. Well, what's crazy is that there's so many, I guess, fucking extraterrestrial races. You know what I mean? Like, because there's like the Sphere Alliance. There's like, right, you well, know what I mean? Not, well, I'm not saying they're the only ones because because according to this theory, dude, there's two different races of beings that live under you know down into the earth and that uh there are oh, the two that i the two that i had read about was like a malevolent kind and then there was like the reptilians again well right but i no see because uh, i i know the anunnaki's involved because they're they're waiting because like the the theory is is that uh something's like asleep whether it be like the fucking head whatever like it goes into like a deep well, no, box right, so, or something like that. Well, no, I know what you're saying, and this is going back to Antarctica. So, like, remember, so like, you just kind of refresh my memory on it. Like, so allegedly on that trip to Antarctica, they had found an extraterrestrial ship where everybody was in cryo. Remember? Not like, everyone. Not everybody, but most right, of them. Like, right. most of them were in cryo, and the ones that weren't were, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know what I mean? But like it's same periodically, like let out of cryo to yeah. like keep. And, and, and things o- going or whatever. Right. Well, over time, like it'd be thousands of years. You know what I mean? It'd be like this guy's here for a thousand years, then the next guy's bell rings, ding. Which, you know what I mean? <laughs> which would, would kind of tie into ancient civilizations of having a god for fucking yeah. thousand, two thousand fucking years. Well, yeah. you know what's funny, man, too, is is uh, I'm not sure who I had the conversation with, whether it was you or someone else, but it was more like, oh, no, 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 no. It was my boy Raphael. So, like, basically. We had this discussion, dude, that these people that are, like, heading religions, Jesus, God, Rama, you know what I mean? Fucking, um, what's his face there? Muhammad. You know what I mean? Like, Allah. These were all of the same being, right? Reincarnated. But said, hey, okay, well, I'm going to go try. I'm here geographically. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go and try to establish this religion, this story with these people. And it was the original one. It was like all love and all the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then human beings took it and said, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, we fucked it all up. And then he dies, reincarnates as Jesus Christ, comes back, creates Christianity. You know what I mean? Dies. (laughs) You know what I mean? Comes back, reincarnates somewhere else. But it's all the same story with a little different 
to the geography of it. You know what right. I mean? To like the culture of it. So like I mean that's a that's a cool theory too that my boy Raf had brought up to me. Yeah. He's uh uh hearing about your guys' conversation was uh uh pretty dope. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's he'll he'll be on eventually. I uh, coax him into coming on, but he'll come on eventually. You know. So but that's that's what I mean though, is it's like you know, who's to say that these people, even the the going back into the ancient Sumerian kings list, you know what I mean, that these people weren't the same person reincarnated, reincarnated, reincarnated. You know what I mean? Well, right. But that's, you know, and then you always, you always hear about, you know, not, not even just extraterrestrials, but, uh, you know, any, any certain thing, like they, they seem to, ha- uh, all look the same. You know what I'm saying? When the accounts get brought up. See, that's different for me, bro. Like, cause like, I've seen a lot of them where like, Especially even when you put me on the, what is it, Project well, Blue Planet well, or whatever well, I'm just, Well, I'm just saying as far as, like, um, uh, what you were saying there, like, somebody, you know, coming oh, back and being, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, different culture, yeah. So, like, if, if, if say, whatever that, that thing race is or whatever the case may be that's, uh, you know, gradually letting other people out of cryo and whatnot. If they all relatively look the same, you can say, hey, you know, this is where I left off. Go pick back up. You know, you're Jesus this time. You know, when yeah. I wake up, I'll be Well, that's Steve, what I mean. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm fucking Allah. Right. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? But like, that's what I'm saying is, is that maybe that's a possibility, too. Right. You know what I mean? That this is the same people. Or there is the theory of, like... Uh, maybe they're all counter-reefs. What is it? Enki, Enki and uh, Enlil. This is, like, basically the Anunnaki. Right, because everybody has this idea that the Anunnaki were like this fucking savior thing. No, they enslaved us. Like, no, right, right, right. They enslaved us, and it took Enki or Enlil, I can't remember which one right now, to 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 liberate us. You know what I mean? Like, essentially, what it was is they said, "All right, well, we the gods, we got to mine this planet for whatever we need. I don't know what, but it's whatever mineral or resource that we need." That that always seems to be a re- recurring thing too. Like there was something that was getting gold extracted from here allegedly it was gold it well was... i heard go- well I'm, i don't want to say i heard but uh i've i've read that gold dude, was a big one but there was cousin son but told me uh, were... but there is the dude there was something else that like gets it never gets mentioned yeah that they say that they're they're taking from here too that well that, sure uh, i'm sure it's something you know what i mean doesn't I get mentioned right i'm sure it's something but it recurs a lot the, in right. different stories the anunnaki things. essentially said we don't want to do the work ourselves let's create a being Right, that right. can that can do the work themselves. Right, that the first ones, Homo sapiens, didn't work, or um, Homo erectus didn't work. It just didn't work. You know what I mean? They were retarded. You know what I mean? They didn't know how to do it. Well, some of those got left over. So they, well, right. Well, <laughs> as the story goes, they had to give us some sort of intelligence. So when they gave us the intelligence, you know what I mean? Then they gave us the. They were like, okay, well, look, we don't have to keep making them anymore. We can just let them give them the power to reproduce, and they make themselves. That was stupid fuck yes it was you know what i mean so like it's one of those things where you say okay well um we give you the power of free will in a sense you know what i mean and they didn't want that like somebody like enlil didn't want that you know what i mean enki was like no these people are they're fucking consciousness they're creatures they're they're, like it's our responsibility to make sure that they elevate you know what i mean not enslave them and that's where like the whole story of the garden of eden came from was that <laughs> was that the snake it was who was allegedly lucifer was really enki saying hey 
No, if you bite into this tree, this is a knowledge. This is intelligence. This is the whatever. And then God and Lil said, well, no, we don't want you having that intelligence. We don't want, we want you dumb. You know what I mean? And then whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, we were liberated in a sense. You know what I mean? But there's still two warring factions. Yeah, I, f- I feel like if that were necessarily the case, dude, obviously they created us. Obviously they can take us out. So yeah, I mean, no, question. no question. No you question. Know, but I think that concern about us gaining traction with the intelligence that we had obtained. Um, I think they would have put an end to it. Well, really I don't think to. I don't think it was so much a concern, dude. Because, like, like I said, for me, this is well, going out on a limb. This is were... well. Here's my thing: this is going out on a limb here. Okay, and this is just my own personal opinion. When it comes to consciousness. We are all consciousness, whether you're a fucking extraterrestrial, whether you're that ant crawling on the fucking ground or your blade of grass, you know what I mean? Whatever your form of consciousness is, your form of life, you know what I mean? You're existing in a manner, biologically, you know what I mean? Not like creating a car and then it's that. No, we all exist in a biological way. I believe that consciousness is everything. So, like, when they're sitting there and they're saying, why haven't we been, oh, why didn't aliens invade already? Why didn't they fucking take us over? Why didn't they enslave us again? Because we're all at consciousness. You know what I mean? They're already there. They're already at so far of a level beyond us that we could only hope to one day get to that level. And it'll never be in any of our lifetimes. You know what I mean? So they're beyond war. They're beyond that shit. It's like... Well, dude, look, if we want to be like that, we could do it. You know what I mean? But it's it's almost like it's not a thing. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we going to do? We're going to vaporize you? <laughs> you know You know what I mean? Like, we're, it's like holding a fucking... So, sometimes I think sometimes I think uh, everything's just a recurrence of everything. Well, yeah. You know, it's, like, it's a time loop, bro. Yeah. It's the time loop. Like, that's... It, it, I, didn't, I didn't want to say time because I don't... I hate the, the construct of time. But. Well, it's funny, dude, because we'll get into that on another episode, but it's like you're experiencing the... It's, here's what's funny. is, is You're experiencing <laughs> the past, the future, and the presence all at once. Right, right, right. You that's, know what but I mean? That's what I'm saying, but that's... I, you know, I don't I don't like using the word time, bro. It's, nah, it's the know, worst. Yeah. I always piss people off, too, and I'm like, time, dude? Time, right. time don't even exist. <laughs> right. I'm fucking 32 years old. Eat a dick. Right. <laughs> Shit. I'm in my prime. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Fucking glowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Head got a little big there. But at the same time, so like, all right, to recap, to start wrapping things up, what do you think? Do you think it's possible? Do you think an inner earth civilization is possible physically, um, theoretically? Like, do you I, think that, like... I... What do you personally think with the evidence that I've given you and that you've discussed with me with the credible information that has come well, from I mean, it's, it's clear it's no matter what it's clearly a, a, a thing I mean dude there's there's spots in the ocean dude that literally have airlocks in them that you can go you know like that have been spoken about I mean there, there's just it's it's definitely a thing dude as far as what the fuck's going on down there. Who's doing it? Anybody's remains guess. remains to you know. Right, it's anybody's guess. Be fucking let known. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be down there. When are we going to go cave hunting? 
Splunkin. Oh. It's called Splunkin. Spurlunkin. Spurlunkin. Yeah. Spurlunkin. That's uh. Yes. Um, if anybody that doesn't know, it's the exploration of caves by crawling through the holes and the, what is it, the little fucking cavernous holes. And happens the, on one night stands. Yeah, yeah, it's usually <laughs> but, uh, it's typical for that stuff. Um, honestly, dude, uh, anytime, really. I mean, I'm I'm never opposed to doing anything as far as exploration or broadening my horizons, dude. Ever. Yeah, I love it, dude. I'm never against it. I love that type of shit, dude. You know, it's it it's it's actually a lot of fun, dude. Dude, if I if I wasn't you know poor schmuck <laughs> living the day to day, bro, I'd be traveling. Fucking skyping in to do this shit with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From fucking anywhere else. Yeah, dude. Well, hopefully, eventually, we'll, we'll get to a point later in the future where we can kind of do a little, little like, fucking fun traveling podcast. Because all we got to do is really record it wherever we're at, dude. As long as we don't really, as long as we got some sort of power source. No, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm, I mean? Listen, I'm not opposed to it at all. And, you, know, you know? I just, uh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah, man. So, like, I mean, I think, you know, personally that with the amount of credibility that Bird had himself is, uh, was ridiculous. And, um, throughout history, the accounts can't be, can't be discarded. You know what I mean? The accounts can't be thrown well, away. It's a consistent and repetitive thing, dude. I mean, how can you say it's not a, it's not a thing, you know? But again, it could, it could be. A whole bunch of fucking great is, storytelling too, bro. Well, for sure, a hundred percent, dude. And Which this I would, is, I, I would, I would personally be upset if that were the case. If somebody was sitting here just fucking yanking my chain, dude. Like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of these accounts, and there's a bunch of these accounts. Well, and there could be this, and there could be that, and it's all a bunch of bullshit, dude. Well, I this would, is I would I, be upset. well, and for clarification for everybody listening, this is why we do our research. Okay, because this is why I went in and got dates and fucking names and you know what I mean, like not and and not like fucking right, stupid but we shit. Just like say those are real people. I've well, never met them. <laughs> well, I've never met fucking homeboy either. <laughs> fucking well, wait, Mr. That's, Admiral that's Bird. Your friend, don't. <laughs> right, we, my we guy. That my fucking guy. Is your homie. <laughs> right, exactly. But like, for somebody of such character to have these to have these experiences and to talk about them and to know what how important it is for society and for humankind he said the last great exploration for science will be in the south pole like the last frontier of science is going to be on the south pole like that's where it's going to be the next huge breakthrough but we'll never know about it uh, maybe um I think there's way too many places on this fucking, on this ball, dude, to fucking say that that's, that's going to be the case. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty that's going to fucking be mind-blowing and yeah, for the sure. next big thing yeah, down I'm there. Saying, but, dude, I mean, dude, but like, think about it. Forest, look at the fucking... Well, think know, about look, it from his look perspective. At, look at they found, like you were saying, they found another fucking, another spot that was going to hold however many people, dude, fucking well, this know, is what 700... I, yeah, well, this is what I was saying. Yards away from fucking his, established shit. Think of, and that's what I mean. This is him, and in, in whenever he passed, yeah, you know what I mean. 50, this is the 60, time yeah. in that time, you know what I mean. And I'm sure there was a lot of Amazon exploration going on, and I'm sure there was a lot of different shit going on. Well, but he was more so a polar, a polar explorer. Well, right, but you know what sucks is that 
there probably was a huge breakthrough, huge discovery, huge whatever. Yeah, and it was silenced. We certainly didn't fucking know about it. It was silenced, for sure. You know what I mean? It's just like everything else, dude. You know what I mean? We're, it's chopped down, disseminated, and then given to us. And it's a little off topic. Do you think the moon's a base? Uh, so, do I think the moon itself is a base? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Do I feel like there are bases on the moon? Yes. I don't know whose they are, whether they're ours or they were the Nazis or like whatever. You know what I mean? Or they're if it's an extraterrestrial. Whatever. Right. Or if it's just extraterrestrial. Um, because even Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong said some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like they both said that, that when they, they had got there, they had been noticed by extraterrestrials. Like somebody was already there. Dude, I was reading a, uh, I don't know. It was, I, I want to say it got established as just a theory in the article while I was reading it. But yet, uh, <clears throat> they, <clears throat> so if the landing really happened and shit, from what I was reading in this theory in the article, they were saying that they they pulled up to the moon and got bullied. Yeah. And got told, well, fucking beat Right, me. beat it. Like, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> well, and, and not only that. By but, extraterrestrials, too. Right. To clarify and not, that. Well, yeah. right. And in and, and ships that were fucking crazy right. compared to ours. Like. And not only that, but they also said that, that like that was like we went to the moon and uh we went to the moon and they like that that's that Apollo mission was a cover up for the real one. You know what I mean? Like there was a real one that like happened and shit didn't go right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit got weird. Shit went left. You know what I mean? And then they, they had to put Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin up there to fucking do whatever they did. Right. Allegedly. You yeah. know, if, if the moon... If, if, if it was all real. If it was all real, I can't. Honestly, there's so much shit that... Who's to say that actually happened? I do believe we've gone to the moon. Yeah. Um, For sure. I'm almost 100% positive that we have. Uh, however, that encounter itself, I don't know how real that was or could have been well me too the speculation surrounding it well well right because there's a lot of speculation on whether the moon landing even happened right you know what i mean and and then well that encounter well right yeah exactly you know but if you go on any of these current whistleblowers as they say that basically the moon is just like a pit stop like it's a gas station in a sense (laughs) that's what they say is like it's kind of like a a port in a sense like an earth port it's like you come in there and then you go from there into the earth and get what the fuck you need which would you know which would make sense yeah you know especially if you don't especially if you know like say we're already out there and we're like yo listen that's our spot stay the fuck out of it yeah you know you gotta come through get your clearance or whatever you know or we're gonna fucking shoot you down space force right you know what i mean because and that's what's even crazier is Corey good with the secret space program had said that these programs have existed long before anyone actually thought they were and on top of that that they are so far advanced like these cigar shaped ufos the you know what i mean that's all u.s i'm happy happy that you brought up that uh that uh project uh or blue planet project because uh it uh, makes me feel good that somebody else has read it and well yeah for sure dude well this shit this as anybody can tell dude it's um this shit interests us a lot and like in the beginning obviously that was a little more scatterbrained trying to get my shit together but once we bring this up again right once we settle in and get comfy dude and we we start getting in the longer episodes we're going to explore all of this shit you know what i mean and it's just itemizing right now and getting some content out and all of that stuff 
and things that we're really passionate about. And, and this is one of them, you know. But uh, Ray, do you got anything before we wrap up? Um, I, I actually uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Kelly um, for, uh, you know, coming up with different uh, setups for the logo name and stuff like that. Different you're, images. You know, you're doing you're doing pretty dope, bro. I like I like seeing what you're coming up with. Uh, so thanks for that. Um, and, uh, you know, again, just shout out to everybody that's supporting and listening, man. Keep uh, spreading the word around so people can uh, listen in. Yeah, thanks, man. You know, it's uh, it's huge, dude. Everybody, we just reached 400 likes on the page. If uh, if you're with us and you're about us, man, you know, share it up. You know, invite your friends and uh, you know, let's keep pushing, man. You know, I want to be able to, you know, Sauce and I want to be able to every step 500, 600, 700 to to put a post up and thank everyone and say yo you guys are the best you know and you know we'll go we truly mean it don't you know we're not just sitting here trying to fucking sound cool or whatever you know thanks a lot we appreciate it word for anyone interested in supporting our podcast with a monthly donation that helps ensure that we can keep releasing content and doing our thing of talking nonsensical knowledge follow this link and check it out at anchor.fm slash nkpodcast2020 slash support this link can be found in our anchor profile and our spotify description be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Nonsensical Knowledge, and also check out our Twitter at NK Podcast Twenty Twenty and Facebook at Nonsensical Knowledge page for more updates, information, and content. For questions, comments, and information regarding the podcast, feel free to email us at our email nkpodcast twenty twenty at outlook dot com. Join us on the next episode of NK Podcast. Peace, peace.